what up, what up, what up? It's Diamond, and you're tuned in to an episode of Twin Bed Talks. Welcome to the show. Today's episode, I'll be hitting on a topic that I've been dying to discuss. Like, I love learning about it. I love studying it, reading into it. They are the universal laws. I remember when I first read up on them, I know I've heard similar principles, but I never really looked into them. But when I actually read into them, I saw how they really applied to my life and how they can apply to everyone's life. I mean, they're universal laws. What are universal laws? They are invisible forces that apply to our universe, basically. They're also called cosmic laws. It's not a belief system, it's not a religion. Our universal laws, they are and they always have been in existence. They've applied throughout history, they apply now, they always will apply, if that makes sense. No matter your circumstance of your life, no matter your culture, your religion, no matter where you are, how old you are, where you grew up, etc., etc., these laws apply to nature and humanity. Another reason why I really wanted to discuss this is because after reading up on it, I realized that understanding these universal laws and applying them to your life can be so beneficial to your mental health. And that's another big reason why I even started this podcast. Like, I want to spread awareness. I want to spread positivity. I want to uplift. I want to inform. I want to inspire. And this is the stepping stone in raising your consciousness and leading a positive life, understanding these laws. Like, these are the basics. So enough rambling, I should just get into it already. Um, before I begin, there's like tons of universal laws, but there's seven main laws. And three of them are immutable, meaning unchangeable, meaning you can't transcend it, like it is what it is. And four of them are mutable, meaning you can change them, you can transcend them. So let's start with the first law, the law of mentalism. This law states that the universe is mental. Everything we see and experience in our physical realm originates in the invisible mental realm. So this physical plane that we exist on right now, like our physical bodies, that's one realm. The mental realm is a whole other realm. And there's a single intelligent universal consciousness, aka the universal mind, aka the most high God, Allah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it, whatever culture you're from, whatever religion you're from, it's all the same thing. It is the universal mind, and all things are manifested from the universal mind. Everything that has ever been in existence, the planets, the stars, the human race, everything is manifested from the universal mind. And 
The universal mind is omniscient, meaning all-knowing. It's omnipotent, meaning all-powerful, omnipresent, which means it is everywhere at all times. And it is all-creative. And our individual minds, they're all part of the universal mind. Because of this, we're able to pray, we're able to meditate, we're able to connect to the universal mind through our mission. Which is why it is so wise and tools and we're able to connect to our higher selves and a higher state of mind by just sitting in our bed thinking. And our reality is shaped by our mind. This is the biggest thing. Our reality is shaped by our mind. We are what we make it. This is what we make it. We hear tons of stories every day about people, how they go from having no money, living in a car, to being multi-billionaires. You know, that type of thing doesn't happen overnight. People have overcome the biggest battles, the toughest storms, just by shaping the state of their mentality, changing the state of their mentality, thus changing their reality. But we'll get more into how exactly you can do that. But boom, boom, that was a lot of mentalism. And this brings me to the law of divine oneness. It's not one of the main universal laws, it's one of the subordinate laws, which states we are all connected. We're connected to each other. We're connected to everyone around us, everyone in our physical realm, everyone in our past and in the future, which is why when someone dies, you typically hear they're in a better place or will reunite again. Of course you're going to reunite again because when everything is said and done, we are all going to be connected in the spiritual realm. So it makes sense and knowing this helps you Knowing the notion that you're connected to your peers, you're connected to your family, it helps you empathize more, it helps you understand the emotions of other people more, because you know that despite any of your differences, despite the perceived separation that's caused from our egos, we know that we can relate to everyone in some way. We're connected to nature, we're connected to the planets and the stars, which explains the zodiac. And it also explains the power of the moon, how it affects tides, how it affects the way people behave, how it affects women's menstrual cycles. And back to the zodiac, 
I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but let's just say it makes sense. It makes sense how certain planets, which all have their own certain personalities, can rule over different, or have influence over different aspects of our personalities. It makes sense. But I'm not gonna get too into that. I'll go ahead and move on to law number two, which is the law of correspondence. The law of correspondence states, as above, so below. Or in Christian terminology, it's the equivalent of on earth as it is in heaven. This law basically says, it helps us better understand the connection or the correspondence of ourselves in the physical realm. The physical realm is considered the lower, the lower realm, to our higher selves, above, as above, so below. We are connected. I just stated the law of divine oneness. There is no separation between our physical selves and our higher selves. And when I say our higher selves, I'll say our soul or our spirit, it exists within us. We as a people need to learn how to connect with that higher self. Most people are disconnected. Um, the way we think, feel, and move isn't aligned with how our higher self should think, feel, and move. You know, it's out of balance. We are vibrating at a lower frequency than we should be. Then we're disconnected from our higher self. When really the law of correspondence is stating we have the ability to vibrate at a higher frequency, to vibrate at a frequency that will help us better understand and be familiar with our higher self or our second body. And that brings me to law number three, getting more into depth with vibrations. The law of vibration states that everything, every single thing that exists is pure energy vibrating at different frequencies. Literally everything in the universe, it moves and it has its own vibrational frequency. Now with that being said, I want y'all to do something. I want y'all to say your name in your head. Scream it, whisper it, but in your head. Don't move your mouth. Think of it in your head. You hear that voice, don't you? You hear your own voice. You hear that voice throughout the day, every single day. You've always heard it. Your thoughts exist on an entire different plane. Because it's like, you hear it, so that means some type of sound wave must be produced. We as humans, we vibrate on our own frequencies. Most of us are at a lower frequency based off our thoughts and the way we behave. Negative mentality is associated with depression or anxiety, feeling like you're not privileged, feeling like you're just projecting negative thoughts into yourself, projecting negative thoughts onto others, you know, judging other people, speaking ill of them. Those are all examples of low frequency behaviors and mentality. Or you could vibrate at a higher frequency, and I've noticed that when you're vibrating at a higher frequency, you connect 
to other people who are vibrating at that frequency. The fact that you're even sitting here listening to this podcast and understanding these universal laws goes to show that you're on the very first step of raising your vibrational frequencies. You're raising them higher right now just by listening, understanding, and comprehending this information. Once you start actually applying it to your day-to-day thinking in your life, <laughs> trust me, it's only up from here. You know, you're going to be drawn to people who can have the same intellectual conversations that you can, the same observation for your personal growth on the road to raising your vibrational frequencies. It's important to surround yourself with others who can complement that higher frequency, who can spread ideas and creativity and insight to things you've never heard of before because it's important to continue growing and to continue expanding your mind. You will bond with people who are vibrating at your frequency because of another law that I'm getting into. Like attracts like. I repeat it. Like attracts like. That is one of my favorite laws that I love looking into, the law of attraction. The law of attraction basically holds everything together. It's not one of the main universal laws, but it's the law that kind of makes sense of a lot of things. Like why certain events happen or why certain people come into your life. The best way to explain this, in my opinion, is by relating this phenomenon to the basic laws of chemistry or physics, because it seems like it's very simple to understand these basic laws, but for some odd reason, we don't seem to connect what we learn in chemistry and physics to how we behave in nature as humans. And it's like the components of hella atoms so it doesn't come as a surprise that we behave as atoms. We, like I said, we bond to other people. We repel other people. Certain people you just don't mesh with at all and you don't know why. It's because y'all weren't meant to mess with each other or do love at first sight. Some people see a stranger and they just know right then and there they're going to fuck them. Or love at first sight or they feel like they met their true match. It seems like everything they say they can relate to. The law of attraction explains this as basically regardless of whatever life experience you've had, however you've grown up, whatever decisions you made, every single decision, every single choice you made led you to have your experiences, your interactions, and to meet the people that are in your life, whether they're good or bad. Um, people are here for a reason or a season. People are going to come into your life for a reason, not for coincidence, not for not because of a chance, not because of luck. It's because they were attracted to you, you were attracted to them. And this law explains that everything in our outside world is attracted to us based off of our habitual thoughts, beliefs, and emotions. For example, you think positively, you think, hey, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a great day. You'll see smiles in the hallway. You'll have 
most positive interactions as you're going throughout your day, like, you know, you're attracting what you're putting out, even if you're not physically putting it out, whatever is going on in your head could be what you're attracting to yourself, and it could be finances, relationships, success, anything, and of course, what's going on in your head essentially motivates or fuels the actions that you carry out and the implementations behind the actions. So it's like you think foolishly, you'll act foolishly, you'll get around foolish people and you'll get into foolish situations. And vice versa. Something. And please don't think I'm trying to sit up here preaching making myself look like a goody two-shoes or anything, because trust me, I am a college student. I, <laughs> I have made the dumbest decisions ever. I'm just speaking in general, and I'm not condemning or judging anyone. And the universe isn't condemning or judging us, just looking for us to learn our lesson, fix our mistakes, and move forward. Something. And you can control, you can consciously control what you attract into your life through meditation. Um, when you meditate, you can think about what you want to manifest in your life. I personally use crystals. Different crystals are good for different things. And what I like to do, I like to hold them in and just think about what I want to manifest. And it can and will attract to me in given time. So that's the law of attraction. Next, number four, I would like to discuss the law of polarity. We know what the poles are, like our mother earth has a north and south pole, and we know about magnetic poles and how they operate in physics. This law states that everything is on a continuum and has an opposite. Everything has an opposite. And we can suppress and transform undesirable thoughts by concentrating on the opposite pole. That goes into the law of mental vibrations because we have the power to change our mental state by thinking of the opposite thing. So you can take a big step at digging yourself out of a depressive state or just feeling down in the dumps by thinking of the opposite desire, by transforming negative thoughts, by consciously raising your vibrations, and thinking of positive thoughts. I mean, it sounds simple, it sounds basic, it sounds like, oh, that's a lot of bullshit, but no, literally changing your state of mind can be a matter of life or death in some situations, like, Two patients with the same ailments can have completely different ailments and test results based off of their opposing intelligence. Like one patient can be suffering from different ailments thinking negative thoughts every day. He can have more ailments than the patient that wakes up every day with a positive attitude, eating healthy, etc., etc. You know, things like hot versus cold, love versus hate, peace versus war, energy versus matter, light versus darkness, they're all varying degrees of the same exact thing with completely different outcomes. Hmm. That's a lot of polarity. 
now we're gonna get into law number five, law of rhythm. Law of rhythm basically states everything exists on like a think of a pendulum. A pendulum's rhythm. A pendulum will move as far as it moves to the left, the same exact way it will move to the right, the same amount of inertia, whatever, I'm probably not saying that right, but basically, law of rhythm states everyone and everything has its ups and downs, like a, like a wave, everything moves in like a wave, or like a roller coaster, everything has its ups and downs. When I think of the law of rhythm, I actually think of, there's this really famous reggae Jamaican artist named Jacob Miller. He has a song, Forward Ever, Backward Never. I'm missing for a word, never an upper, never for a word, never an Of course, 
no one knows how long it will take or how it will happen. But don't focus on the how and the when. Because the most high got that covered. You just need to focus on what you want and the universe will definitely give it to you. Followed by that action. So, with that being said, speaking things into existence is a very, very real thing. Positive and negative, it will manifest, especially with that action behind it. Let's say you're speaking negative things into the universe, that negative low vibration shit will come right back to you. While I'm on this topic of, you know, things manifesting in this spiritual world, physical world, I really, really want to touch on astral projection. I first, like, really, really looked into astral projection a few months ago. I read Robert Monroe's book called Journeys Out of the Body. It really gives an in-depth explanation of what it's like astral projecting. Because Robert Monroe is really experienced with that type of thing. And during astral projection, you get really familiar with your higher self. And Robert actually coined this term, second body, your, your soul. And in the astral plane, your thoughts immediately manifest into existence. Like, let's say you're actually projecting and you say, hey, I want wings, then you're gonna have wings. Hey, I want a skateboard, then you're gonna have a skateboard. So, there's not really a time gap in that realm. Also, it's kind of the same, similar concept with lucid dreaming a little bit. But, um, it's the same concept in the physical world. That's why it's really important to control and be conscious of what you're seeking into existence because you want to manifest positive, productive things in your life and even in the afterlife. So just be careful what you wish for, be careful what you seek because the law of cause and effect is in play. So yeah, I'm going to finally move on to the seventh universal law. This is the law of gender, and the law of gender states, this law manifests, manifests itself in all things as masculine and feminine, and this governs what we know as creation. It manifests in the animal kingdom as sex, but it's not just in the animal kingdom or humanity, it's also very evident in plants, minerals, electrons, and magnetic poles, just to name a few things. Um, especially in plants, I think we need to realize Mother Nature really does, it really does reflect humans, kind of, especially when it comes to gender, like flowers, because human vaginas flowers, like he deflowered her, he took her virginity, um, flowers pollinate, which is the same concept as inseminate. There's several fruits that look like vaginas and several vegetables that look like penises, so it's very apparent that the law of gender is in nature as well as the animal kingdom. Um, and we know 
there's certain feminine traits and there's certain masculine traits. But the law of gender states that everyone and everything contains both qualities. Like a girl can easily have masculine qualities, and that doesn't mean she's a tomboy. It's just she's a human. Like everyone's going to have false traits, if that makes sense. Outward expressions of feminine traits are love, patience, intuition, and gentleness. And masculine qualities are energy, self-reliant, logic, and intellect. So, like I said, a guy can possess both masculine qualities and feminine qualities. It does not emasculate him or... Um, it doesn't damage his masculinity. Um, contrary to popular belief, it's okay to have feminine qualities because you're supposed to have them. It's okay to be in touch with your feminine side. And it's the same for women. Like, you're not a tomboy. You're not different. You're not weird for having those masculine qualities because at the end of the day, we're human. And when all of this is said and done, then we are to achieve completeness, harmony, and perfection in the afterlife, we will possess both feminine and masculine, and it's not even going to mean anything, it's not going to separate us in any way. With that being said, I really hope you guys enjoyed and understood these universal laws. They're apparent in every religion, every way of living. It's just part of our way of life. And if you really understand those and study those, you will see that your life can turn around for the better. You can become self-actualized. You can become more connected with those around you, with nature, with your higher self or your spirituality, if you're going through anything related to mental health, this can definitely help you because, like we said, the universe is mental, and mental health is the biggest thing, you know, humanity is literally a rotting piece of shit because our mental health isn't where it should be, if humanity collectively raise their consciousness, we could literally save the world, but that's not going to happen anytime soon, so until then, listen to this podcast, internalize this podcast, internalize the universal laws, um, like I said earlier, there's tons of other laws that I can definitely touch up on in a later episode, but these were the main ones, and you should definitely apply to your life. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I really hope y'all enjoyed this. I really hope y'all understood. If y'all have any questions, feel free to message me and leave me a comment. I can further explain it. Y'all have a great, blessed day, a blessed life. This is Diamond. I'm gonna go ahead and sign out.